Welcome, everybody. How you doing? Hope you're having a good week. It's time for some news. We're going to chat some of the stuff that's been going down this past week or so. We've got our good friend Nico over from Simply Bitcoin to fill us in. Again, if you're not subscribed to Simply Bitcoin, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you not checking out the spaces and seeing what they're covering and hitting them up on YouTube? Subscribe to everything they do because it's just pure signal. So please check them out. But I'm very glad that Nico gets to come in here and and fill me in on on everything that's been going on. Uh, it makes the news days that much better. Uh, so very happy to have him. Of course, uh, we've got plenty to talk about El Salvador news. There was some dipshit talking about how Bitcoin's never going to work. Um, so there's lots of fun things to be chatting about. Anyways, I digress. Please, uh, we're going to dive into this. Of course, any this is live. Anything can happen. Uh, so I defer to my friend Bill here. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. If you have not already, like, subscribe, share, all those things help a ton getting this content in front of more eyeballs. I am Ben with the BTC Sessions. This is your daily session. Before we dive in, let's take a look at where we are in the market today. And do my eyes deceive me? A green dildo? I don't... I haven't experienced one of these. <laughs> Is this the right, right way to say this? Uh, we haven't seen one of these in a while. Have I experienced? Oh man. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're, we're sitting at 18,919 cuck bucks per coin. A single US dollar will pick you up 5,286 sats, significantly less from when we last spoke, friends. How do you feel about that? Do you feel bad about yourself? Did you not? Take the opportunity to stack more sats. Perhaps you should now. It's still low. Uh, 91.72% of all Bitcoin have been mined, which is 19.26 million of them. In terms of fees, next block looks like 21 sats per byte. A little spike. Thank God that wasn't happening while I was doing my tutorial I've been putting together. Uh, anyways, uh, if you're looking for any time in the next hour or so, still going to be like 16 sats per byte. So uh, be aware, use RBF, do what you got to do. Uh, but yeah, stay privy. Uh, shout out to sponsors the show, coinkite.com. They have the best hardware in the game. I love my cold card Mark IV for securing my stack. I've got a beast of a tutorial detailing all of the advanced features that this thing allows you to do. So be sure to check it out. They've also got things like the open dime, the sats card, the block clock, the tap signer, all kinds of awesome stuff over at CoinKite. Uh, go over there, go on a little bit of a shopping spree, treat yourself, uh, use code BTC sessions at checkout for 5% off. Up next, start nine, your sovereign computing solution. Uh, I've done a full tutorial on how to set this bad boy up to run your own Bitcoin node and your Bitcoin stack. So Bitcoin core running a lightning node and a bunch of peripherals like mempool.space and other stuff to interact with your Bitcoin. But that's not the only thing it's good for. You can host your digital life and get your data out of the hands of corporations and into your own for a more privacy centric life. Uh, so you're not giving up everything to everyone. You will be sovereign and you will be happy. Uh, 
So be sure to check out start9.com. Check out my tutorial. You can check out the Embassy One or the Embassy Pro if you're looking for something super beefy to host your life. Check them out. Uh, Hoddle, hoddle. If you're stacking sats and you have a number of priorities being peer-to-peer -peer transactions, privacy, no KYC, uh, all of those things, Hoddle Hoddle has you covered. You can sign up in minutes with nothing more than an email address. You can make up the email before you get in there. You can It could be a dummy email that you have just for Hoddle Hoddle. Doesn't matter. You can be trading peer-to-peer -peer with individuals, uh, stacking non-KYC sats. Uh, on top of that, they also have their lending platform. So if you are looking to do some lending, uh, it's never rehypothecated. Uh, so be sure to check them out. Um, these guys are awesome. Very excited for everything they're working on. And it's a super easy way to go and get some non-KYC sats. If you haven't tried it out, give them a gander. There's a link down below to check them out. And I, of course, have a tutorial on it. And finally, if you're backing up any important Bitcoin wallet, be sure Two, get it in solid steel. You don't want your seed phrase flitting around on some piece of paper, so you have to worry about fire damage and water damage and plenty of other things. Uh, get it in solid steel. Head over to privacypros.io and check out the bill funnel. This is how I back up my important stuff uh, so I don't have to worry about all those things I mentioned. Again, privacypros.io slash BTC sessions for a little deal at checkout. Uh, and of course, if you guys are looking for one-on-one, um, help with anything that you're doing, be sure to go to btcsessions.ca. If the free tutorials are not enough and you need some back and forth to really nail things down, that's where you can go. Uh, let's take a look at some of the streaming sats that have come in over the past uh, week or so. Damn, you guys have been dropping sats. Um, yeah, Joey dropping 169 sats. Nice. I know I speak for all my sessioners when I say, Ben, you are the reason why I'm bullish. Uh, Camel Weasel, Michael Saylor, blow my mind every time. Amazing guest in the show. Kudos, Ben. I imagine obviously watching the Christmas special there, uh, which is a six-hour marathon. So I wonder if you got through the whole thing. Uh, Mo BTC Dick. Good to see you, man. Happy New Year, Ben. I hope you come to BC soon. I'd love to shake your hand. Stay frosty. I will be to BT, uh, B, BTC. I will be to BC at some point. I've been out to Vancouver earlier in 2023. So we'll see. Uh, Cryosats, Ben for Premier Minister, uh, Prime Minister. Nico, aka Mr. Nice. We love you too, brother. Keep on building. Legends. Uh, and finally, Joey, I would like these sats to go to the Simply Sessions hair dye fund so that Nico can finally get a golden streak to match his heart of gold and so that him and Ben can touch tips. Hashtag Ben Nico, hashtag golden streak, hashtag touching tips. <laughs> uh, let's bring Nico in to see. Uh, how keen he is on touching the tips. What do you think, man? I am so excited to touch tips with my golden streak. I, I feel am, like I'm maybe pumped. maybe the streak of the beard, and then we could like <laughs> chin to head. <laughs> I think we'll we'll get creative with it, perhaps, and then you won't have to endure it for too long. It'll grow out quick. <laughs> <laughs> man, uh, I you know what? Like I know it's a joke, but there's a voice in my head that's like, Nico, just do it. You live, you live once that's do it for halloween one year man dude I, I feel like it's a rite of passage for youtubers like eventually yeah. you do have to do something with your hair oh yeah yeah i think so there's got to be some sort of a shtick uh also i i saw 
Um, you guys had a stream earlier today. Speaking of cross-pollinating brands, I need me some simply Bitcoin merch. So I'm I'm looking and shopping. I'm deciding. Uh, I saw the one that was just like the big simply Bitcoin across the chest that you guys wore before. I I mad want one of those, but the ones that were up today were also pretty sick. So I'm I'm deciding what to do. <laughs> I'm gonna send you a bunch. Like yeah. let's talk. I'm gonna send you all of it. I'm gonna. I will just. Uh, it'll be like just. I'll look like Richard Hart, but with simply Bitcoin <laughs> gear. <laughs> And Man. like less of a bad piece of shit. I got you, bro. I'm going to send you a bunch of Simply Bitcoin merch. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Perfect. Well, I'm excited. dude, I'm glad to have you here. We have plenty to chat about. Uh, I'll bring up your screen and maybe you can uh, start chatting about uh, what what you're interested in. What's been going on this week? What's What's new? Yeah, so huge historic news coming out of the Bitcoin office. That's not a meme. That's not, you know, that's actually real. But before we get to that, I'm going to totally forget, Ben, wh why do you, what do you think about playing uh, this video of this very famous, uh, of this gentleman called Peter Zihan, and he went on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, and he said some interesting things about Bitcoin. Let's, let's listen, and then, and then maybe we'll have a little <laughs> chat about this gem. Here we go. No intrinsic value to this asset. And now it's starting to be priced appropriately. So it has a, you know, what's Bitcoin at? 16,000? It has another 17,000 to go down. Duh. Really? Yeah. There's, like, there's no intrinsic value to this product. And do you think that people have just inherently, like, lost faith in the idea behind crypto because of FTX? Well, it's, because of it became an ideology. And whenever you invest based on an ideology, you're going to make some decisions that are a little divorced from math. And how, what do you mean by ideology? Well, the people who really like crypto are convinced that it's the currency of the future and that a decentralized ledger is the way to go and that anything that is controlled by a government entity is by definition a negative. And if it's done by the private sector freely, it will be better. And that's just not how currency works. Currency is a method of exchange and a store of value. And for that, there has to be a degree of trust and you have to have it managed in terms of volume. I mean, one of the, the craziest things about Bitcoin uh, is that there will never be more than X number of units of Bitcoin. Well, by default, that means it can't be used for trade because the whole idea of economic activity is that there's expansion which means you need more currency to lubricate and manage that expansion. If currency is locked in at a specific number, you get monetary inflation. And that is one of the fastest ways to destroy an economic model. So because of the lack of Bitcoin, because there's a certain controlled number, mm -hmm. the only thing that can happen is Bitcoin becomes more expensive. Right. And, and that means that the people who hold it are the ones that make the money, but everyone else suffers. I'm sorry, that's not viable. The alternative is you have some private dude out there who generates the coins on a whim. How is that different from the monetary reserve or the monetary authorities that we have at the Federal Reserve, except for the point that there's no accountability? No, no. I like how can somebody say so many wrong things in such a limited amount of time? I don't <laughs> Just like where do we want to start here? Like the fact that he disagrees with him. Uh, just two minutes prior himself where he's like Bitcoin, the intrinsic value, like the value of it has like 17,000 to fall. Yet at the end, he argues that it's not viable because there's a limited supply so that it's likely to keep increasing in, in purchasing power. <laughs> like, 
Bro, so much to unpack. <laughs> so much to unpack. Uh, what you said, and then the store value aspect of it. So, like, Fiat is not a store. Like, he contradicted himself, like, at least 10 times. Uh, but, and he mentioned it, I think, Ben, like, I think he was projecting when he said that Bitcoin was an ideology I, I think he really believes in the fiat ideology. I think he's completely convinced that unless government controls the money, money can't work. But history has shown that that has been an absolute disaster, that that, that hasn't been a, a benefit. And value is subjective, man. It, it doesn't matter what the ECB or what this guy thinks the value of Bitcoin should be. What matters is the market value. And the market value tells me that people really believe this thing has value. It, it's completely irrelevant what they think. It I I just and then he he goes into he goes on to say that um that like the decentralization and the lack of uh, like control of like a central governing body is not how money works. Except for like prior to this, humanity gravitated towards the least manipulable and and most decentralized option that we had at the time which was precious metals like gold and silver and so like naturally we gravitated to the thing that nobody could control and inflate the shit out of and so <laughs> and so like even that that he said was completely wrong like the experiment of central banks and like and and having fiat like like fiat currencies that are effectively pegged to nothing is a relatively new experiment. Like we are the guinea pigs that get to live our lives through that. And it's been kind of a shit show. Wouldn't you agree? Dude, it's been a disaster. Like it's been uh, an absolute disaster. The hubris, the fact that he like, he believe like, look, it has to be this way. It has to be this way. Alex Gladstein said it perfect, right? This guy has financial privilege. You're not talking about the vast majority of the world don't have these stable fiat currencies, right? It's actually been a total disaster that it isn't the the the, the free market. It isn't the private sector, right? As much as they say Bitcoin is private, I think fiat currencies are more private mm -hmm. because all the monetary policy is obfuscated. It's all behind closed doors. At least we know the monetary policy of Bitcoin. It doesn't change. Anybody can make Bitcoin. They just have to invest in mining it, right? Like it, what, what do you think sounds more public and private to you, right? But mm -hmm. And the very beginning, Ben, I think it was a huge tell, right? He called it a product. The very yeah. beginning yes. is the first thing that he said. Yeah. Yeah. He, again, like the the idea and what was the other? Oh, there's no, he talks about how um, the like accountability and he's like, well, if, you know, the difference between like, you know, if you wanted all the qualities that he wants in a money, He's like, well, in order to do that, you'd have to have some dude that's like making it and there'd be no accountability there. What like the accountability that the fucking Fed has? There's no accountability. Look at central banks around the world. There is dick all for accountability. Like it's the, the only thing in check is is how quickly uh, social unrest builds. Um, and we've learned that people can be pushed pretty far and we'll put up with a fair amount, um, which is unfortunate, but Hey, we, you can sidestep that today. If, if you so choose, <laughs> dude. 
Oh man, disaster. Yeah. Okay, and then this is the last thing, Ben. Ben, I, I really wanted to run this by you, and then really got your thoughts because this has been troubling me for quite quite a while. Is so Joe Rogan is inviting him, and he didn't invite Michael Saylor. Yes. During the last bull run, what's going on there? That that's strange. I don't know. I don't know. Like there's again, like his, his uh, producer, Jamie or who the guy mm. on the, off the side is kind of a shit coiner, I think. And has like a, an NFT as his, as his profile picture is like an ape as a pro. Uh, so I don't know. Like he's, he's probably exposed to like a decent amount of shit coinery in there. Um, so maybe that kind of like threw him for a loop. Also like everybody again, like, it's unfortunate he hasn't had somebody like a Michael Saylor or a Jack Mallers or a Safedine or whoever on that would just knock it out of the park that we've seen knock it out of the park every time and have that discussion. Because I feel like having those discussions, once you kind of nail down those points and, and you understand them, when somebody comes to you with the tired old arguments we've been hearing for a decade, then it's instant. Like you may not be able to articulate it yet, but it's that instant. Like, oh, I already know that argument is bullshit. I can't quite like put it into words yet, but I understand that you don't know what you're talking about, so I can kind of dismiss it from there. And I think, um, yeah, everybody's got to go through that. I'm sure he's he's at least open to it. I, there wasn't a lot of pushback here, but I don't think that he has the the ammo to push back on stuff like that yet. I don't know. I know. I, 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 it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. It's, <laughs> do you think something's up or what? Dude, I, I just can't explain it. I, I, I can't explain <laughs> it. Like, it, it, like, I, I, you know, ammo to push. I, I just, I, I don't, I don't, Ben, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, everything that happened, everything that happened, Michael Saylor was extremely high profile. Tucker Carl, you, this guy was everywhere. And then he wasn't invited on the most popular. He did Lex. Michael Saylor did Lex. Yeah. But why didn't he do Joe Rogan? What's going on there? That's that's true. That's true. Yeah. I don't know. Well, uh, one day, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, let's let's continue on. Uh, you know, Peter, what's his face can can continue believing like I, I don't know. I'm done with trying to convince. I saw everybody trying to like debate him and get him on shows. I don't. I don't care. Like <laughs> let, he can buy Bitcoin at a much higher price. It's true. Uh, 100% true. Um, all right, Ben. So this was the, the, yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan, you're going to buy Bitcoin at a higher price. <laughs> um, so this was the big news, Ben, uh, the Bitcoin office. That's not, it's not a joke account. It's not a parody account. Apparently it's the national Bitcoin office of El Salvador under president Bukele. And this is what they announced. El Salvador is Bitcoin country. Bitcoin is money. Everything else is a security today. El Salvador bins builds on our first mover advantage by passing landmark legislation, establishing a legal framework for all digital assets that are not Bitcoin, as well as those issued on Bitcoin. The law also paves the way for volcano bonds, which will soon be begin issuing. El Salvador is the epicenter of Bitcoin adoption and thus economic freedom, financial sovereignty, censorship resistance, and unconfiscatable wealth. When we issue the first of the volcano bonds, we will once again... Uh, one, we will once again be blazing the path forward for this new monetary revolution. They called it a revolution, right? This, this is that's some signal right there. 
With the passing of the digital securities law, El Salvador will offer unprecedented consumer protection from bad actors in the crypto space, while also firmly establishing that we are open for business to all those who wish to build the future with us on Bitcoin. The new legislation also creates the National Digital Assets Commission, the regulatory agency in charge of applying the securities law and protecting the rights of digital asset purchasers, as well as issuers in El Salvador and of deterring fraudsters from operating here. The law plants another flag in the history for El Salvador. Under President Bukele, El Salvador has become not only the safest country in Latin America, but now also the country with the strongest protection of persons' rights to economic freedom, sovereignty, and prosperity. We want the world to know that we're just getting started. El Salvador is Bitcoin country. Get ready for good times because we are winning. What do you think of that, Ben? Ooh, I mean, that first, everything else is a security. That's spicy. I like it. I mean, okay, so I, I should clarify. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a big kind of regulation guy, but I do think that if you're a place that regulates and you have regulations for this sector, you should at least be consistent. Like, you look in you you look in the US and it's it's a clusterfuck. Like you've got <laughs> you've got uh cash settled Bitcoin futures, but no spot ETF. You've got people dropping ICOs, raising billions of dollars and getting a slap on the wrist that's like less than a percent of profits that they made. You've got all kinds of dumb shit going on. And uh yeah, you know, it's it's nice to maybe see some consistency there. I will say, um, I think that the time, it, it's kind of nice for the country as a whole that the bonds, that that program, it was, it took time, right? Because had it happened like say a year ago, right? Had it happened say like a few months after the it was legal tender, that would have been, you know, I'd say disastrous, like in terms of the look of it, like people already shat all over them for, oh yeah, you, you got Bitcoin in your treasury and it's gone down a whole bunch since you adopted it, blah, blah, blah. Um, but the, the volcano bonds, let's say there's a, a you know, let, it doesn't really matter what the subscription is. Yeah. In, in a sense it does. If it's, if it's a, a pretty poor showing for it, then that kind of sucks. But the people that do get those bonds, um, it'll be unprecedented the return that they see on those bonds in terms of government bonds, right? Um, and so the timing for the issuance of these bonds, if it happens like I'd say at any point this calendar year is going to look so good in a couple of years and they're going to benefit, I think, quite a bit from it. Um, Again, the, the top-down approach of introducing Bitcoin is, again, we'll see. I'm not, again, I, I prefer kind of ground-up grassroots individuals choosing to use Bitcoin. But I will say that I have a feeling this is going to look pretty damn good in a couple of years here. Yes. Um, yeah. 100%. I 100% I agree with you. I think... Nine Bukele, El Salvador, they're all paying their dues right now, like we all do the first time we get into Bitcoin, the first cycle that we experience. It's absolutely painful. But over time, you know, it, it, it Michael Saylor, Nine Bukele, the country of El Salvador, they're all going to be absolutely 100% vindicated. And I think, uh, but ben, let me ask you this, Ben, because I'm curious, right? 
the wouldn't you you could you could see this as as a government intervention government picking winners and losers isn't this kind of against the free market approach like what are your thoughts on that say that again i'm just I'm... yeah no no problem so the the like so like right if you look at it like el salvador what the country of el salvador is doing is they're picking what is the security what is not a security yeah right so what do you think about that i mean again if they're if they're standard so let's say like you know the howie test um you know if that's your if that's your framework if that's what you've decided as a country are the rules i mean just apply that framework to everything you apply it to bitcoin it's not a security you apply it to other things that have like a central governing body or group of people uh, uh you know the investment of money with a, an expectation of profits or losses based on the performance of that group of people you kind of have to you have to apply that equally if you're going to have rules then you don't get to like pick and choose and be like well they did it a while ago so ethereum i guess might not be in a security like you can't you can't just say well everybody has these rules except you and you and you so i don't know um again i'm not a huge fan of of just i think it's better if people are able to make their own mistakes and learn from them, we've been babysat our entire lives and it shows because people are incapable of understanding how to ascertain risk and, and be careful with their money. If people knew how to interpret risk, um, you wouldn't have seen the, the insanity of 2021 with every mm -hmm. person like YOLOing into bed, bath and beyond like <laughs> all of these stupid things that happen because, because the money is broken, it's destroyed incentive structures yes. and it's caused people to realize the only chance that they have to make it is gambling yes. and, and Bitcoin fixes that. And so, yeah, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the regulations. I think it, it makes people stupid and it makes people even more stupid when the money is broken on top of it. Beautiful. Yeah. I 100% I agree with you, right? It makes people stupid because it takes away the personal responsibility element mm -hmm. and then you're outsourcing it to your bureaucracy. You're giving them a tremendous amount of power, but I, I, I think you hit the nail on the head, Ben, when, what what the fiat system has done is just completely completely misaligned incentives, and I think Bitcoin does really fix this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll leave it there. I was going to go on another rant. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. By the more episodes I do this, the more convinced I am to uh, to to make my tips golden. Okay. Anyways, um, I'm dead serious. It's not a joke. Okay. Um, here is the government of Nigeria. Now, Ben, this is this is absolutely crazy, and I I really believe this is a foreshadowing to what other countries are going to do as well. Uh, the, the government of Nigeria says, as far as we're concerned, Nigeria will become a full non-cash economy by March 1st, 2023. As a consequence, any government official that withdraws even one Naira cash from any public account from March 1st will be investigated and prosecuted. Right. And here is this article by the Cato Institute. It is from December 19th. It says Nigeria restricts cash to push 
Guess what? Central bank digital currency. Faced with dismal adoption rates of its central bank digital currency, the Central Bank of Nigeria has restricted cash withdrawals to push citizens into using its CBDC. Unfortunately, restrictions on and the eventual elimination of that's already happening, right? The eventual that was a, a, an assumption. <coughs> Excuse me. That was an assumption. That was an assumption back then. Now it's confirmed, right? So the eventual elimination of cash are just one of the risks that um, Nobert, Michelle, and I warned about in a paper we published in November. Nigeria launched its CBDC, the e-Naira, in the fall of, of 2021, but few Nigerians have been eager to use it. Current estimates suggest in less than 0.5% of Nigerians are using the CBDC. To put that number into perspective, more than 50% of Nigerians are using cryptocurrency so you could assume that is bitcoin and the shitcoin so ben this is absolutely bonkers and i really believe that what's going to happen in the west as well right is the governments are going to roll out these cbdc's that's their plans that's what they want to do all uh developed western countries are heading down that path the fundamental issue that they have been right and this is actually something that we've been covering on simply sessions for a couple months now actually right is incentives are stronger than coercion the fact is that bitcoin has better incentives it doesn't censor you and it's a deflationary currency meaning its purchasing power increases over time and what they provide with their cbdc's cbdc's don't fix inflation they do not right and why are people choosing an alternative in the first place well in nigeria it's simple they have double digit inflation and just because you introduce a cbdc it doesn't fix that problem, right? And I think that's what the West is trying. They're approaching this problem with, if we introduce CBDCs, Bitcoin will go away. And they're completely avoiding the reason as to why people are seeking alternatives in, in, in the first place. And the reason is simple. It talked about this in the sovereign individual. People are going to choose to opt out of inflation when they have the te uh, techno uh, technology and when they have the option to do so. And governments are just turning a blind eye because if they acknowledge it, then it's over, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's very interesting, the juxtaposition of different approaches to the reality that is Bitcoin. And I'm talking about the the hardest hit countries, the ones that are most disenfranchised. You see some like El Salvador that are leaning towards, well, you know what? We're going to do something totally different. We're going to, uh, we're going to try an open system and we're going to open our doors to people from around the world. And we're going to, uh, we're going to uh, encourage people to come here and partake in an open economy and build and do something new. Um, and then you see Nigeria, where it's like, we need to ban everything and we need to force people into this system before we lose the control. And I think part of it, obviously, is that they have a current, they still have a degree of control with the currency, right? They still, they want to hang on to that. They want to inflate it and be able to, again, siphon wealth from all of their constituents. Whereas El Salvador was in a unique spot where they didn't have a national currency in the first place. They were stuck with the US dollar and they were stuck with the exported inflation that the US got to hold over them. Meaning like when the US prints money, they get that money and then they can purchase things with that money first before the inflation takes hold. And so they, you know, buy 
all the imports and they basically rape countries of their natural resources and goods that they produce. And, and, you know, they're the first ones to feel that inflation before the dollars eventually flow back to the U S. Um, yeah. And so I, I think it's literally only that if Nigeria didn't have its own currency currently, I mean, maybe they would have tried to make one and, and start from scratch, but there's a slight chance they might've gone the Bitcoin route too, but 50%, 50%, they think that, like they already tried to get people on on their CBDC and half a percent adopted it. Think of the adoption that's going to happen when other countries as well are like, oh, yeah, you know, like the Fed's reasoning or, or the ECB's reasoning. Yeah, we'll create a, a digital a CBDC and people will go to that and they won't need Bitcoin. You have no fucking idea. It's going to be half a percent just for them as well. And then they'll start doing, I think they'll start doing shit like this as well. Oh, you're muted, buddy. Ah, what a rookie mistake. <laughs> oh, man. Now I need two streaks. Um, okay. So um, if, what if I do two streaks? That will break it, wouldn't it, Ben? <laughs> well, I mean, we could, mess like, it up. If, if you do two, or you could do the inverse. So you could like streak on like either side. And then with our powers combined, we'll like make Captain Planet or something. All right, I'm announcing it here. The next bull market, I'm doing a streak. It is done. It is done. I'm doing it. My girlfriend knows how to do it. It is Perfect. done. It's a done deal. Okay. All right. And then we'll we'll do the thing. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, wow. Sorry, I got distracted. It's been. It's you could tell it's been rumming. It's been in my head for a while. Yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, Ben, 100. percent I think this is a foreshadowing of what's to come. Like the the reaction by the Nigerian government, it, it, it just follows game theory. Like, of course they're gonna do this, right? They're they're trying to. You said it perfectly, right? They're, they're trying to hold on to that privilege of controlling money, issuing money. And then Bitcoin's like, no, 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 no. Right. I'm the captain now. Um, <laughs> anyways, uh, so I we have how many? Yeah. OK, we have time. Um, so let's check this out, Ben. Um, this is the response. So check. First of all, check out their meme game. It's really weak. Like this is like the announcement, you know, like that, that's, you know, some dude in a suit walking, smiling. Uh, so anyways, this is the, this is what, uh, this is uh, 2023. Fabio doesn't know, by the way, he is behind the CBDC. There you go again. The CBDC initiative uh, at the European Central Bank. And he also wrote this very famous piece, Bitcoin's Last Stand, right? So, and if you go through all these pieces, all they tell you the same type of attitude that that Peter Zahan guy had on the Joe Rogan experience, that same attitude, the same attitude, right? The lack of humility. I know what's best. You don't know what's best. I know what's going on. You don't know what's going on. And it, it, it's just, they can't actually debate the ideas. Mm -hmm. It's more, it's like character attacks, right? And this whole article is that, right? It says last year marked the unraveling of the crypto market as investors move from the fear of missing out to the fear of not getting out. 
a stable coin that was uh, a Terra, Terra USD, a stable coin that was stable in name only, was among the first to fall in a chain of collapses that brought down several lending platforms, a hedge fund, a leading crypto asset exchange, and most recently, a large US listed crypto mining company. Other crypto companies are likely to be added to this list in the coming months. These failures occurred in rapid succession, reflecting crypto players incredibly highly lever high leverage, their interconnectedness across the crypto ecosystem, and their inadequate government structures. Yet remarkably, the crypto route has left the financial system largely unscathed. Many, therefore, think it is preferred to let crypto burn rather than regulate at the risk of legitimizing cryptos. Do you hear that last part, Ben? Yes. Let it burn. <laughs> if we regulate, we will legit that there's a risk of legitimizing Bitcoin and shitcoins. Yeah. So, like, it, it, it's just. Look, and it just goes on. It's absolute propaganda. This is absolutely ridiculous. But I have faith because their meme game is weak sauce. So like it, looks, it looks like he wants to sell me a mutual fund or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, does it not? It just like I don't I don't know what to uh, what to think of this guy. But it, it looks like I'm about to, sir. We offer only the best timeshares. Like, are you? <laughs> Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, like, Ben, what do you think about this? What do you think about this whole, like, it's just so, it's so beyond ridiculous. But a lot of, nor like, a lot of normies still eat this stuff up. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I think... I, I think the thing here is, is the, the signal through the noise is that these refutations and these attacks and these like, oh, it's 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 about to die and we can't legitimize it. We can't regulate it because then people will think it's a real thing and it's going to it's phasing out and look at look at all the destruction. And and like it, they're they're like ninety nine percent right because like everything else is bullshit. But like they're using that. As, and I'm and I don't know if they even truly understand the difference themselves between all the bullshit and, and Bitcoin. But nonetheless, like these things are coming. The, the intermittence is, is, is shrinking, right? They're coming quicker and harder than ever before um, with these attacks. And I think it will only increase, especially when Bitcoin is on the upswing again, especially as it's, once again, surprise revealed that this was just another cycle and we went down and then we went back up and Bitcoin is still alive and, you know, there'll be a revolving door of shit coins. But these types of attacks, these types of dismissals will be fast and furious in the coming years and people will buy them. You're right. The normies will buy them. They, they do right now. But like, how long can you be wrong? How long until you step back and look in the mirror and go, geez, maybe, maybe I shouldn't listen to these people. It seems like they might not have my best interests at heart. It seems like they might want to print money and siphon away my wealth. <laughs> I don't know. A hundred percent. I agree. I, I agree with you. Uh, eventually it, it comes to the surface. Ben, do we have time for one more? Yes, I think so. Yes. Okay. All right. Sorry. I usually don't do this, but this story is extremely important. This is Cameron Winklevi, and he's an extremely public figure. He is the founder and CEO of Gemini, also Facebook, for anyone who doesn't know. Um, and when someone of this public nature makes these types of accusations, 
They're very strong. They're very powerful. And to give a little bit of context, we covered this actually on the last Simply Sessions. Cameron Winklevi was shaming Barry Silbert publicly. Barry Silbert owned this company called uh, Digital Currency Group. And part of the Digital Currency Group was a company called Genesis. Genesis was behind the Earn product on the Gemini exchange that went under. Right now, at this moment in time, there's about $900 million worth of customer funds from Gemini that have been frozen. And Gemini customers basically got caught holding the bag. It, you know, Cameron Winklevi is trying to push the blame. He knew exactly what he was offering. He was offering a yield product to his customers. So it was it's irresponsible on Cameron Winklevi's part, but also Barry Silbert. Now, apparently what Cameron Winklevi was saying in this letter, he accused Barry Silbert of fraud. And if you connect the dots, here is this article that dropped by Bloomberg. It says crypto empire DCG faces U.S. investigation over internal transfers. So not only did Cameron Winklevi call the uh, the you know Barry Silbert to use the specific word, he called, he said public lies, right? Um, so basically, you know, accusing him of lying, right, to the public. You also, it looks like there is there is signs, or this is Bloomberg, so it's a very reputable source, that U.S. law enforcement is also looking into Barry Silbert. Now, Barry Silbert is behind the GBTC product, and also keep in mind, guys, that currently DCG has 600,000 Bitcoin under management. To give you guys a frame of reference, Michael Saylor has roughly like 100, 100 something thousand they have six times as more Bitcoin. It's an absurd amount of Bitcoin. So uh, it, it's going to be really interesting to see how this develops. But it's just crazy that these CEOs are throwing shit at each other. And you know what? Bitcoiners are watching on that sideline like that meme of the guy like hitting the bull and the two people fighting. Like Bitcoiners are just there watching because they're smart. They stay humble. They're stacking sats and they're just watching on the sidelines. But this is an absolute disaster but it's great because it gives us stuff to talk about. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think is the end game here? Do you think it gets to a point where, cause like, I mean, they're gonna, I thought that we were up until maybe like a year, year and a half ago. Um, I thought that it was possible that we were going to see like a spot Bitcoin ETF and they'd be able to just convert it to that. And then things would be hunky dory and we continue on. But like, the SEC, man, like they're they are not they do not want that to happen. Uh, it would appear, obviously, like they're they're just like, no, nah, not going to do it. Don't want to. Here's some futures. I'm cash settled. <laughs> um, but I like do you think it gets to the point where they just they dissolve it and they offer redemptions? And like how many of those people like I feel like a bunch of those people, if they just get redemptions, they just sell. But like right now, it's a black box and it just everything stays in there. Dude, I, <laughs> look, did you see, did you, you saw the CEO of Bitcoin magazine, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they're trying to like do like a, like, a, like they're trying to purchase all the stock. I mean, dude, they're getting up there. They're yeah. getting up there. Uh, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, but Ben, I think you and I both believe this, right? Which is. Why are you buying GPTC if you could just buy Bitcoin and take self-custody of it? 
Yes. What's going yeah. on there, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's again, guys, self custody your coins. It's not that hard. It's no harder than legacy banking. You learned how to download an app and how to sign in and give all your KYC shit and fill out forms and do everything. If you've ever sent money internationally, you're, you must have a PhD by now because that shit's hard. Um, but like you, all you need to do is download an app and write down 12 words. And that's your first step into self custody. Adding a device is really not that much of a stretch beyond there, but like just that first step, you can do it. I believe in you. <laughs> just what else do you say? Dude. And, and you know, Ben, out of all people, you're the authority source here because bro, you make the actual tutorials. You make it easy for people. They have no excuse at this point. Dude. Ugh. Okay. True story. My, my stepfather who does not have a smartphone, uh, he was able to, so he has, he has self-custody of his coins. Um, he was able to use his hardware wallet to go online, go to bull Bitcoin, uh, pay a bill and send the Bitcoin from his hard wallet, hardware wallet to bull Bitcoin to pay said bill. He had to call me for one thing where it wasn't immediately obvious that there was a drop down menu to make a selection. Other than that, I showed him how to do it once and he learned like the, if if my father-in-law who's in his 60s and basically has not operated a cell phone for most of his adult life can learn a hardware wallet and pay his bills in bitcoin you can do it you have the power yes a hundred percent you have the power and you have the resources btc sessions and tutorials are absolutely incredible there's absolutely no, ex like before Ben, maybe, maybe, you know, like, oh, I don't know how to do that. And you're like, hey, you're right. You know, it's very difficult, but now there's no excuse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, well, dude, uh, I, I appreciate your time. This was a good rib. I'm very glad to be filled in on all the latest. Uh, and I'm sure everybody in the chat is as well. Um, shall we do it again? Absolutely, man. See you next week, guys. This was... Your simply sessions. Cheers, man. I'll see you Peace soon. <laughs> all right, everybody, give Nico a follow. Go follow him on Twitter. Follow Simply Bitcoin. Subscribe. All that good stuff. They do the news six days a week. They will keep you filled in. Um, a few things though before we wrap up. Uh, I so that clip we showed at the beginning, Joe Rogan, uh, Peter Zihan. Uh, there's a couple good rips on kind of like refutations of what he said and like reasoning through. So you've, if you have friends or family that watch that and they're like, this guy said that it's going to fall below zero and then there's no intrinsic value and that um, a, a fixed money uh, supply to, will lead to economic collapse. Uh, well, there's, there's some, some good stuff that you can uh, send their way. Uh, so this is from Swan. Why a fixed supply money does not lead to economic catastrophe. Uh, so give this a read. Um, it basically breaks down kind of like why that doesn't make any sense. Uh, for sure, check that out. Um, also, this one from Croesus. Oh, Croesus is so good. Uh, deflation versus inflation. A response to Peter Zihan 
on Joe Rogan, and he kind of breaks it all down. So be sure to check out that as well. Uh, if you're not following Creasus on Twitter as well, be sure to find him. Uh, his, the way you spell it is right up there. Um, anyways, give them, <laughs> give them a check. Uh, also, a few things. I dropped a tutorial last week uh, that is worth checking out, in my opinion. How to make a seed phrase with nothing more than dice and a paper and pen and like some some open source stuff that you can do it technically you can do it all with paper and pen but kind of tried to keep it within reasonable length uh but yeah learn kind of what goes into creating your seed the math behind it and how unbannable uh that would be because what are you going to do outlaw dice and numbers and math and words me thinks not. Uh, so check that one out. Permissionless Bitcoin wallets. They cannot be stopped. Uh, also, I'm working on it's it's getting there. I'll show you. Where is it? Here we go. I'm working on this. Uh, it is Jam Jam app, which is join market. It's literally just I'm finishing up the edit should be done tonight. It'll drop either maybe tomorrow morning or uh, on on Saturday. So we shall see. But uh, yeah, if you're curious about coin joins using join market on your node, so you can do this via uh, start nine or umbral or Raspi blitz or my node or Citadel. I think those are all the ones that it's on currently. Uh, yeah. If you're curious about join market, um, this interface is actually, I, I was pleasantly surprised quite easy. Uh, so be sure to check that out. That'll be dropping soon. And tomorrow night, we're back for why are we bullish? Uh, this actually if i'm not mistaken it's the first one since the christmas special holy crap is it i think it is yeah because last week i couldn't do one i was in toronto for an event which again big thanks to shake pay for having me out we went to uh, queen's university uh the professor had us out and we got to chat uh about bitcoin why it's different and we got to hear pitches from uh a number of students there's like a, a, a hackathon going on it was awesome. Brad Mills was there. Uh, uh, Jason Meyer was there. Crypto Mags was there. Um, and then Carlo from ShakePay was there. Um, and more people. There's and Rodolfo from CoinKite. It was awesome. It was a lot of fun. Uh, but I had a lot, of, a really good time. And I got to say, one of the pitches, uh, I was actually quite impressed with the idea. And I hope he moves ahead with it because it would be incredibly useful to um, some Bitcoiners and some energy producers. Anyways, I won't say anymore. Uh, tomorrow, we have Why Are We Bullish with Bitcoin Shooter, Casey Hoddle, and Final Denominator. Uh, he's an accelerationist. We'll find out what that is tomorrow. That will be at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Stoked for this one. It'll be a good time. Be sure to come and check it out. And uh, that's about it. So everybody, uh, thank you so much for watching. Like, subscribe, share, all those things. Super important. They help this show get in front of more eyeballs. If you want to help the show in another way, you can hit up the previously mentioned sponsors, CoinKite, Start9, Hoddle Hoddle, and Privacy Pros, or hit me up at my website, btcsessions.ca, if you're looking for private one-on-one -on -one sessions. And if you really liked what you saw, you can always drop me a Bitcoin tip at my strike page, strike.me slash btcsessions. You don't need strike to use it. Head there, type in any amount you want, hit the tip button. You'll be greeted by a lightning invoice, or if you tap to the right, a regular Bitcoin QR code. With that, I am out. Have yourselves a wonderful day or evening. I'll see you guys next time for your daily session. Huddle the Bitcoin.